Today is the 17th of January, 2023. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way or you simply want more information for the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can follow the links in the episode notes. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Loving God, you've existed in the world without me. But you were in my spirit within me and in the unseen world around me. And so let me carry with me through today a real sense of your glory and your power. God within me, give me the grace to recognize the stirrings of your spirit and to listen most attentively to all that you have to say to me. Father, don't let the the noises of this world ever confuse me so I cannot hear you speak. Don't ever let me find myself deceiving myself with regard to your commands. And so, in everything I do, help me to obey your will through the grace of Jesus Christ. Lord, be with us. Hallowed be your name. Amen. 1 Samuel 2, verse 12. The sons of Eli's were scoundrels. They paid no attention to the Lord. 1 Samuel 2, I think, is an interesting passage. It has an interesting structure. We start with Hannah's song about how good God is. And then we have this account of the sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, who the Bible describes as scoundrels. And we have a child who is dedicated to God as the result of a miracle and two children who are born into the faith and actually have abused their position in the faith. And it reminds me that simply being a child growing up in church does not automatically ensure that someone will become a child of God. I don't know the figures. I'm not sure we can ever know the figures. But I wonder how many people in church are what we call church Christians. They grew up in the church. It is their life, but they haven't made any sort of commitment to Jesus. It's the place where they find their friends and their fellowship. Essentially, the the church is their social club. And while I have no objection to church being social, because let's face it, it is for most of us where we find our social lives, it does make me wonder... Rather, it makes me think, no wonder we see the church being disgraced as it has been. Because, as the saying goes, going to church no more makes a person a Christian than standing in a field makes them a cow. If we are a church community, and we are not reflecting Christ, but rather using the church for our means and benefit, then what's the difference between us and the sons of Eli? 
And when we think about Samuel and where he comes from and the miracle that Hannah experienced at his birth, maybe there is something there about how we need to be born again, in essence, to truly understand who God is and what God has done for us. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center ourselves on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read, we read, we read 1 Samuel 2. Heavenly Fathers, we approach your word today. Help us to hear it with wisdom and respond to it with grace. Amen. Our Bible readings today are taken from the Good News Translation, and today I'll be reading 1 Samuel chapter 2. Hannah prayed, The Lord has filled my heart with joy. How happy I am because of what he has done. I laugh at my enemies. How joyful I am because God has helped me. No one is holy like the Lord. There is none like him, no protector like our God. Stop your loud boasting. Silence your proud words. For the Lord is a God who knows, and he judges all the people that do. The bows of the strong soldiers are broken, but the weak grow strong. The people who were once well fed now hire themselves out to get food. 
but the hungry are hungry no more. The childless wife has borne seven children, but the mother of many is left with none. The Lord kills and restores to life. He sends people to the world of the dead and brings them back again. He makes people poor and others rich. He humbles some and makes others great. He lifts the poor from the dust and raises the needy from their misery. He makes them companions of princes and puts them in places of honor. The foundations of the earth belong to the Lord. On them he has built the world. He protects the lives of his faithful people, but the wicked disappear in darkness. A man does not triumph by his own strength. The Lord's enemies will be destroyed. He will thunder against them from heaven. The Lord will judge the whole world. He will give power to his king. He will make his chosen king victorious. Then Elkanah went back home to Ramah. But the boy Samuel stayed in Shiloh and served the Lord under the priest Eli. The sons of Eli were scoundrels. They paid no attention to the Lord or to the regulations concerning what the priests could demand from the people. Instead, when someone was offering a sacrifice, the priest's servant would come with a three-pronged fork. While the meat was still cooking, he would stick the fork into the cooking pot, and whatever the fork put out belonged to the priest. All the Israelites who came to Shiloh to offer sacrifices were treated like this. In addition, even before the fat was taken off and burned, the priest's servant would come and say to the one offering the sacrifice, Give me some meat for the priest to roast. He won't accept boiled meat from you, only raw meat. If the person answered, Let us do what is right and burn the fat first, and then take what you want, the priest's servant would say, No, give it to me now. If you don't, I will have to take it by force. This sin of the sons of Eli was extremely serious in the Lord's sight, because they treated the offerings to the Lord with such disrespect. In the meantime, the boy Samuel continued to serve the Lord, wearing a sacred linen apron. Each year his mother would make a little robe and take it to him, when she accompanied her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. Then Eli would bless Elkanah's wife and say to Elkanah, May the Lord give you other children by this woman, to take the place of the one you have dedicated to him. After that they would go back home. The Lord did bless Hannah, and she had three more sons and two daughters. The boy Samuel grew up in the service of the Lord. Eli was now very old. He kept hearing about everything his sons were doing to the Israelites, and that they were even sleeping with women who worked at the entrance to the tent of the Lord's presence. So he said to them, why are you doing these things? Everyone tells me about the evil you are doing. Stop it, my sons. This is an awful thing the people of the Lord are talking about. If anyone sins against someone else, God can defend the one who is wrong. But who can defend someone who sins against the Lord? But they would not listen to their father, for the Lord had decided to kill them. The boy Samuel continued to grow and to gain favor both with the Lord and with people. A prophet came to Eli with a message from the Lord. When your ancestor Aaron and his family were slaves of the king of Egypt, I revealed myself to Aaron. From all the tribes of Israel, I chose his family to be my priests, to serve at the altar, to burn the incense, and to wear the ephod to consult me. I gave them the right to keep a share of the sacrifices burnt on the altar. Why then? Do you look with greed at the sacrifices and offerings which I require from my people? Why, Eli, do you honor your sons more than me, 
by letting them fatten themselves on the best parts of the sacrifice my people offer to me. I, the Lord God of Israel, promised in the past that your family and clan would serve me as priests for all time. But now I say that I won't have it any longer. Instead, I will honor those who honor me, and I will treat with contempt those who despise me. Listen, the time is coming when I will kill all the young men in your family and your clan, so that no man in your family will live to be old. You will be troubled, and look with envy on all the blessings I will give to other people of Israel. But no one in your family will ever again live to an old age. Yet I will keep one of your descendants alive, and he will serve me as priest. But he will become blind and lose all hope, and all your other descendants will die a violent death. When your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, both die on the same day, this will show you everything I have said will come true. I will choose a priest who will be faithful to me, and do everything I want him to. I will give him descendants who will always serve in the presence of my chosen king. Any of your descendants who survive will have to go to that priest and ask him for money and food, and beg to be allowed to help the priests in order to have something to eat. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about some of those bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And actually, I've just clocked the fact that actually the first time we hear the reference to a king, a chosen king, but that's neither here nor there. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Our prayer today, taken from our Walking Away prayer book, is a prayer for the people in our suburbs. Now, you remember this week we started praying for our neighbors, 
and yesterday we prayed for the people in our streets, and today we're going to pray for the people in our suburb. Let's pray, shall we? Holy God, may you be found today in unexpected places by unsuspecting people going about their daily lives. God of grace, may you be found today in predictable places by inquisitive people searching for a different life. May you be found today. Creator God, by your transforming power, take the scattered stones of this day and from them create something beautiful that will bring glory to your name. Father, we pray for our communities today. In Jesus' name, Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.